Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the five things that I really believe are probably keeping you from your true life of freedom, whatever that is for you. And, you know, whether it's exiting your W-2 job or whether it's um, creating enough passive cash flow um, via investments, uh, whether that's your own rental portfolio or investing in other people's deals and businesses, it doesn't really matter what it is. I believe that it comes back to these five things that are probably keeping you from your life of freedom. So uh, let's just dive right into it. The first one I think is your ego. And yeah, you know, that's straight, it's forward. But the reality is ego is a lot of times the thing that keeps us from anything that we want in life. And let me reframe this uh, and kind of explain what I mean by ego. Uh, It's not asking for help. And if you've followed me for any period of time, you'll probably know that um, I truly believe that everything that I need is on the other side of a who. And what that requires is asking people for help. And here's what's interesting. Um, a lot of times our ego is what keeps us from asking for help, right? So it kind of ties together. Um, I've often said this, that I want to be the dumbest guy in the room, meaning I want to be surrounded by people that are smarter than me and know more than me. And a lot of times that comes in the form of paid coaches, paid mentors. Um, but a lot of times that just comes in the form of raising your hand and, and sharing what you're struggling with and um, asking people for help, literally. It's interesting to me because the more time that I spend hanging around with successful, um, like-minded, uh, growth-minded people, the more I hear the question come out of other people's mouths to me, how can I help you? And this is what's interesting. It's that ego that keeps us from asking for help. But again, the other side of it is the more we um, progress in life, the more that we realize that the only way to get what you need is to make your needs known and also to ask other people what they need help with. Now, a lot of us are really, really good at helping other people. A lot of us are really good at, you know, um, being the first one to raise our hands and say, what can I help you with? Or, Hey, let me, let me, let me lend you a hand there. But a lot of times it's ego that keeps us for, um, from asking for help. And so, um, that's why I've often said again, that I want to be the dumbest guy in the room. Uh, I want to get in rooms that are smarter than me. And that's also why I'm not scared asking people. And a lot of times it's not asking for free help. It's putting your hand up in, you know, Facebook groups. I talk about GoBundance a lot, but the GoBundance Facebook group is one of the most active Facebook groups I've ever seen in my life. And everybody is just so willing to pitch in and help. But the thing is, is that you first have to ask for help. There's even a hashtag in the GoBundance Facebook group that's hashtag ask. So We've been taught and trained in the GoBundance Elite Facebook group to literally put at the beginning of our our ask, hashtag ask, so that people can find that um, when they're searching for it. And anytime you put it in there, um, hey, I'm looking for this, or hey, I need that. So many guys are there to just help you. And so um, not asking for help is the the number one thing, I believe, um, that keeps us from uh, finding our life of freedom. 
The second thing is lying to yourself or at least not being honest. Um, and that's really, you know, coming to the point where, uh, we're not honest about our shortcomings or what's keeping us, uh, from moving forward, or we're not honest about the areas in our life that we need to get rid of or stop doing things that we need to stop doing. A lot of times, you know, we lie to ourselves and we say that the reason why we're not achieving our success, um, is because of, you know, it's other people in my life or I don't have enough money or whatever. When in reality, it's because you're lazy half the time. It's because, you know, we're spending two or three hours a night wasting time on Instagram or Facebook or Netflix or whatever. By the way, I'm not opposed to Netflix. I actually love, um, you know, just as much as anybody else binge watching a series. I just binge watched your honor over the last couple of weeks. Um, so I'm not like saying that you can't have some downtime or unwind time, but when somebody tells me that they don't have enough time, um, I have a really hard time believing that if you really take inventory of your day and what you're doing, that there isn't at minimum one or two or three hours a day of wasted time, or at most even an hour of time that's not wasted, but that you're not doing your highest and best productivity and that you couldn't go and, uh, you know, really do something completely better with your life. So I think the second thing is truly lying or not being honest with yourself at minimum about how you're spending your time or why you can't achieve certain things. The third thing is your circle of influence. Um, if you really take inventory and I know you've heard this so many times, but you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And if you really take inventory, it's not enough to just look at your circle of influence and say, Hey, you know what? They're actually pretty good people. They're not dragging me down. It's not enough for them to just not be dragging you down. They actually need to be lifting you up. So the third thing is your circle of influence. And if you don't look around, I've said this so many times, but if you don't look around and your circle isn't inspiring you, then you don't have a circle that's lifting you up. You literally have a prison. You have a cage that's keeping you grounded. And so it's not enough to just be surrounded by people that are not pulling you down. You need to be surrounded by people that are challenging you to go to higher levels that are there to help you when you ask for help, when you lay that ego down, that are there to call you out on your BS when you're lying to yourself or at minimum, again, not being honest with yourself. So your circle of influence is literally probably one of the most important things uh, in, in the whole conversation. So check into your circle of influence. So the fourth thing, um, you're looking to see what you can get rather than the value you could add. And so, you know, I've met a lot of people over the last few years that you can tell that the whole reason why they want to build their personal brand or launch a course or do whatever it is that they're doing, it's, it's monetarily driven. They're not coming at it from a standpoint of adding value. And you guys know that I love the Zig Ziglar quote. You can have everything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want. And so when we're coming from a standpoint of um, seeing what we can get rather than the value we can add. And most people are going to say, you know what? I don't do that. I'm here to add value. I'm here to create courses so that people can better their lives and whatever. Well, that might be true. But again, coming back to the second thing, I think if we really, really dig and take inventory, you have to make sure that you're coming from a place of just adding value. I love, love, love doing this podcast. And if I never made a penny off the podcast, I would probably continue to do it because this is my gift to the world. And I love just, you know, adding value. Now it just so happens that there is ways to, you know, monetize a podcast or, you know, a video course or a program or a list or whatever it is. Of course there is, because as you add value, 
you can't help but getting value back from the world. That's the way God works. That's the way the universe works. But when you lead with the monetary value and I'm building this because I want you know, to get X, Y, Z, or these are the dollar amounts or whatever. That's when we have it all wrong. Kara says this all the time, but money runs from you when you're chasing it. And so you've got to reposition that and you have to lead with adding value. And then the monetary reward will come. You will be rewarded for the work that you put in and the value you add. It's just a natural transaction that happens with people. When you show up and you add value and you do good things, money is going to come back to you, but you just got to flip it. You got to flip the script. You got to flip the conversation. Um, and so the fourth mistake that we make is looking to see what we can get out of something rather than the value that we can add to it. And the last thing you think money's the problem. Money is never, ever, ever the problem. And this kind of ties back into number four, but money will come to you. Money is looking for good places, um, to put itself. Investors are looking for good assets to invest in. Wall Street, private placement, everybody is looking for good assets. And so you think money's the problem, but there's plenty of money out there that's looking for a good home. And so when you lead with adding value or creating assets or, or um, you know, a great service or a great product or whatever it is, money will come. And so you've got to shift your thinking about the money and realize that the money will come to you. A lot of people, I think there's probably more dreams that have never left the graveyard because they died before they got launched because people thought they would not be able to find the money. And I've realized this from day one, money is never, ever, ever the problem. And if you listen to, you know, a podcast a couple episodes ago, I talked about, you know, uh, a miracle being the baseline expectation. It's so true. Like we have to believe that if our vision is strong and our value is strong, and our customer service experience is strong and the product that we bring to the world is strong, whatever it is that we're doing, um, maybe it's an asset in real estate or whatever it is. If we believe that the value there outweighs that and we expect a miracle to be the baseline, money is never, ever, ever the problem. So just recapping the five things that are keeping you from a life of freedom. Number one, your ego, not asking for help. You have to learn to ask for help in life. Number two, lying to yourself and um, at, at minimum, not being honest, because the reality is we lie to ourselves and we say that the reason why we're not achieving success is x y or z or i don't have enough time in the day or i don't have enough resources or whatever it is when the reality is if you just take inventory of your time and the resources that you're spending it's probably a lie you're probably at minimum not being honest with yourself number three is your circle of influence and it's not enough for them to not just be detracting from you, but they have to be adding value. They have to be lifting you up. So it's not enough for them to just be not sucking energy and us saying, oh, you know what? My circle of influence is great. They don't take energy from me, but are they adding value to you? Are they adding energy to you? Are they lifting you up? It's not enough for them to just not be pulling you down. Number four, you're looking to see what value you can get rather than value you can add. We have to lead with the value that we add to the world and then money will come um, what we get from it is a byproduct of adding value first. Love the Zig Ziglar quote. Once again, you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want. And number five is you think money is the problem. Money is never, ever, ever the problem. There is so much money in the world. We have to lead with value. We have to find resource. We have to lead with customer service. We have to lead with an amazing product. We have to lead with an amazing experience, whatever it is and money will always come. Money is not the problem, money is never the problem. So those are the five reasons, uh, the five things that are keeping you from a life of freedom.
Hope you enjoyed it. If you found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.